0: Thank you, and welcome to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan.
1: I'm Linda Smith.
0: And those who've been with us over the past couple of weeks are aware that Linda is the recently appointed CEO of BBB, Serving Western Ontario.
1: Yes, it's been a whirlwind couple of weeks as we've become more acquainted with the staff at BBB, the Board of Directors, as well as representatives of some of the accredited businesses. I look forward to developing these relationships further.
0: Well, it's relationships of a little different nature on today's Ask BB, uh, Linda.
1: Yes, it's Valentine's Day, and (laughs) it's just a couple of days away.
0: And believe it or not, you have to be aware of romance scams, our show producer and BBB Western Ontario's uh, Communications Manager Ashley Castleman will join us to provide some alerts in that area.
1: Flowers on Valentine's Day are pretty traditional and last-minute purchases pretty much a part of that tradition. Today's technology might help with that as you order online. Richard Overbeek of Forest of Flowers is our guest to help us get those flowers without overdue stress.
0: And if you want to do something to go with those flowers... Jewelry is always a can't-miss gift. Colin Nash of Nash Jewelers will join us a little later. Function or form is the question. How do you reach a balance? That's a little later. Right now, we welcome Richard Overbeek, Vice President of Forest of Flowers.
1: Thank you. Welcome to Ask BBB. Richard, how busy does it get in the flower shops on Valentine's Day?
2: I guess one word would sum it up, intense. (laughs) Uh, A lot of people ask me... uh, uh, are, are surprised to know that Mother's Day uh, is is uh, just under Valentine's Day. Um, however, Valentine's Day is the busiest day of the year, but Mother's Day week is the busiest week of the year. And that is because, well, unfortunately, guys, they forget. And they, they are always last minute.
0: It is last minute, for sure. Uh, uh, what are some of the things that we can do to help us avoid a, a long wait in that last minute or to ease the pressure for the people in the flower shops, Richard,
2: pre-ordering is definitely uh, your best bet, on, and you can pre-order in many different ways.
0: Well, let's just uh, have a look at that. Uh, it's Saturday, so we've got three days to do that pre-order. Uh, can you do that by phone or online? What's what's the best absolutely
2: deal? so. Uh, You can walk in and pre-order, then you can actually touch and feel the flowers and and, uh, decide what you want to order right on the spot. You can also phone in. Um, We take uh, phone in orders as well as online. Uh, Phone in, um, if you you can't make it into the store, is always the best. Then you can personally talk to our designers.
0: Mm -hmm. And that would be true if you were ordering for somebody out of town as well, uh, for other flower shops?
2: Absolutely. Now, we also have worldwide service. Uh, that and so you know whether it's phoning in or walking in, we deliver to uh, the whole world.
0: So a- anywhere for a forest of flowers,
3: absolutely. Uh,
0: how how much should we be prepared to spend? I know that there's quite a range, but is there a minimum or maximum?
2: Absolutely. Uh, you know the minimum is a single rose. Um, so there is always there's a minimum. There's uh, we have many dip- different options. What we have is uh, our two most popular uh, is what we call a super sweet art combo. And that, that is a dozen roses, um, in, sorry, two dozen roses, um, in a vase with a balloon and, uh, it's all wrapped up, ready to go. And that is 89.99. Now, anywhere from a single rose to there, uh, the options are unlimited.
0: Now, speaking of roses, um, I know that they're, that's traditional at, uh, this time of year and at Valentine's and we always hear that they're more expensive. At, uh, on valentine's is that true
2: absolutely it's it's uh, it's supply and demand um, there is a lot of roses being sold at valentine's day we our, our uh, dozen rose price with with uh, fillers and greens is thirty nine ninety nine and our regular price is uh twenty twenty four ninety nine so It's a it's a small increase. Um, However, um, the you know supply and demand. The the farms they produce about uh, forty percent of the roses on Valentine's Day. It's it's intense uh, when when the farms have to bring all these cut all the product and get all the product over here. And in the summertime, roses of course don't sell nearly as good. So the farms actually have to uh, in Ecuador and Colombia, the farms actually have to. sell sell roses for a for a decreased price uh, because there's so many so many roses available in the summertime so they need to make it in the uh, at Valentine's Day and that's why they uh, increase priced
0: so if they didn't have that little increase they might not be able to to exist then. absolutely mm-hmm.
1: uh, are living plants an alternative and are there other offerings at Valentine's Day
2: certainly um, we, we cut flowers is definitely uh, you know 80, per, 80 to 90 percent is cut flowers if you're going to send a plant um, often uh, it's an it's a, something elegant like an orchid plant is very popular
0: hmm what about greens and that sort of thing then
2: uh, that's that uh, is a lot less greens is more for you know housewarming that kind of thing um, but it's not impossible
0: but uh, so you you really want to make sure that it is the right the right flower arrangement if it's uh, for your sweetheart eh? absolutely.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, We advise people to choose a florist with a BBB seal of accreditation as one way to be confident that what you order online or over the phone will have the desired impact when it's delivered. Are there questions we may want to ask a florist when we are ordering by phone?
2: Absolutely. Um, BBB is is certainly number one. Uh, And in addition, we have uh, at Forest Flowers, we have an unconditional quality guarantee. And you want to make sure that your florist, whoever you're picking, is going to give you a guarantee that it's going to be fresh, delivered on time, and we will have your back.
0: Richard, thank you very much for some of these tips. I, uh, one of the first tips, I guess, this is Saturday, and uh, Valentine's Day is still three days away, so uh, get on the phone or get into the store today would probably be a good idea, eh?
2: Absolutely, get your order in.
0: And uh, if you can't get into the store or make the phone call, you can go online and uh, do it as well. Absolutely. Well, Richard Overbeek, uh, Vice President of Forest of Flowers, thanks for your tips today.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: And when we get come back, we'll talk jewelry, form, or function. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan.
1: And I'm Linda Smith.
0: And we're joined now by Colin Nash of Nash Jewelers. Welcome to the program, Colin. Thank you very much, Jim. Now, we're talking Valentine's Day. Do a lot of people buy jewelry at uh, Valentine's for gifts? I, it's not the way it used to be for sure. There are still
3: lots of people coming in, but they may not be spending the amounts that they used to spend. I find the gifts nowadays are a little bit smaller, a lot of times under a hundred dollars, and they're more complimentary to the dinner, chocolates, flowers, and other things that
0: they buy. What kinds of things then can you get within that sort of budget? Colin? You know, it's
3: great with sterling silver nowadays being so inexpensive. We've got all kinds of heart pendants and earrings and things like that under a hundred dollars. The other one that we really focus on nowadays is a line called Alex and Ani, which are stackable uh, bangles. And they start at $23 and go up from there.
0: So there are those kinds of choices. So um, now I'm an older guy, and so getting the engagement ring and doing it on Valentine's Day might have been something that I had thought of, although I didn't at the time. But uh, uh, that's not uh, what people are doing these days, eh?
3: Not as much, no. I don't know whether it's just too common or was too common. It was, too, you know what I mean? It's too obvious to do it that way. And people like the element of surprise, there are still people that do it, no question about it. And there's nothing wrong with it. Um, but we find that less people are, are doing the big gifts around Valentine's They're spreading them out throughout the year now.
0: So you get things started around Valentine's with, uh, some of these smaller gifts. It might be later uh, down the way that you get that big item, the, the, the ring and so on. That's right. What are some of the trends now with, the uh, with engagement rings and and jewelry of that nature, Colin? That's
3: a great question. The trends that we're seeing now are actually going back a hundred years and we're seeing people go back to more of a classic design. I think the reason, a short story version of that would be the reason being over the past 15 years, we've seen these rings that are very complicated, very artistic, very beautiful, but not really functional. Right? You think of a classic solitaire ring with one diamond versus a ring that has a hundred diamonds in it.
0: Which one's going to have more problems down the road? Okay, that well, when you say functional, I I don't think of function with a ring as just something you wear. But then, now when you talk it uh, uh, in those natures, uh, something that's got a lot of uh, uh, diamonds on it. So then you've got to really watch that you don't lose any of those. Absolutely. And there's
3: a lot of pieces made overseas and there's so little metal hanging on each of those little diamonds that we find even in the cleaner, sometimes a lot of those little diamonds will pop out. So for us at Nash's, it's not about the one-time sale, it's about having people happy for the next 60 years. I know with these rings that a lot of people are unhappy because they're constantly having to spend to get them repaired and replaced. So I'd rather move back to a more classic design, one that can be proud of and happy and will last longer than the relationship.
0: Uh, speaking of lasting, then uh, how often should you have some of this jewelry inspected and, and maintained? Yeah, a- excellent question. Again, I recommend every three months personally. Really? Um, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
3: It's free. We, we check and clean jewelry at whether it's bought from us or not at no charge. We look in the microscope, we make sure the diamonds aren't moving ultrasonic, clean them and steam them. Um, I'd say at the worst case scenario, every six months would be about right. Uh, the more complex and the more artistic the design, the more
0: often you should have it checked. So you really want to make a consideration to function. So what are some of the things that you might ask a a person if they're, they're about to buy a, a gift so that they make the right sort of choice? I love asking about lifestyle. Is that
3: person active, right? So are they a school teacher? Are they a nurse or are they a secretary? What, what do they do for a living? And how active are they? Are they very athletic? Do they enjoy gardening? These are all things that come into account when you're looking at an engagement ring and one that's going to last the test of time.
1: Colin, you talk about trends. Are you seeing any trends in the materials? I mean, we see gold, we see silver, we see rose gold.
3: Yeah, with engagement rings uh, alone, we're still seeing a lot of white gold and platinum. Platinum is actually a little bit more reasonable now than it was 10 years ago so we can make it more appealing to to get the platinum. Platinum is the finest metal. It's the whitest, and it lasts the longest.
0: So that might be one of the considerations that uh, you want to make when it comes to uh, choices of rings. But there's a a broad uh, spectrum of gifts besides uh, rings and so on. Yes. Now, you've been married for some time. Uh, You've got the rings. You've got all of those uh, uh, kinds of things. What are some of the suggestions that you make to for a guy that's going to buy something, he's been married for 25 or 30 years, what yeah. what sorts of things can can that person look at?
3: Um, usually we start with the five staples of everybody's wardrobe. So your engagement okay. ring, mm-hmm. your wedding band, diamond necklace, diamond earrings, and then you can move into the pearl department of pearl necklace and pearl earrings. Those are the things that, generally speaking, every woman should have in, as part of their jewelry repertoire. After that, you can move into the color of the eyes. So you move into aquamarine if they're light blue eyes. You can move into emeralds for green. I mean, the options are endless. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, you want to hit those top ones first.
0: Uh, pearls. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, there is there a wide range of uh, things to look for in pearls. Massive pearls nowadays are all cultured. So there's huge difference between quality of
3: pearls in anything from a pearl that has been cultured within six months, meaning it's been grown at an oyster for six months and that's it very thin layer of nacre versus say a Mikimoto that was three years to grow the oyster and three years minimum to grow the pearl. You can't see that with the naked eye. So you really need to trust the quality of the pearl and understand what's gone into that pearl before you purchase it.
0: And when it comes to diamonds, um, that is a, usually a fairly expensive kind of item to, uh, to do. So you've got time to save up for it. Yeah. But are there um, uh, replacements for diamonds? They, they talk about artificial diamonds. Uh, w- what kind of spectrum is there there? Uh, it's huge and becoming bigger. There is man-made diamonds.
3: There is cubic zirconia. Actually, Leonardo DiCaprio is launching his own line of man-made diamonds. But to me, there's still only one. There's still just the natural. There's not enough of a cost savings to do a synthetic uh, versus a natural. I'd rather go natural.
0: So those are things down, down the way, but uh, between now and Valentine's day, if yeah. uh, you want one of those smaller gifts, there's still time to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, uh, just review for us again, some of those choices. Uh, well, number one would be the Alexanani
3: uh, bangles. And then we've got lots of sterling silver choices in earrings, necklaces and bracelets and things like
0: that. Well, Colin, thanks very much for uh, some of these tips that uh, uh, if we're making those purchases down the road that uh, we'll be well advised and we'd feel very comfortable in visiting Nash Jewelers uh, and knowing that you're an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau. Thank you, Jim. And thank you, Linda. And when we come back, we're going to talk about romance scams. Welcome back to Ask BBB, and now we welcome Ashley Castleman, Communications Manager at BBB Western Ontario, to this side of the microphone. Welcome, Ashley. Thank you. Well, Ashley, Valentine's Day is just three days away. It seems a pretty good time to bring forward romance scams. What, what is a romance scam?
4: A romance scam is also known as catfishing. It's when you're talking with somebody on an online dating uh, site or even social media sites where they're not who they say they are. And they're trying to trick you out of your personal information, uh, getting you to send money to them. Uh, That way they can uh, scam you out of that that
0: stuff. So if they get your personal information, they may be able to work one of those scams using your information to uh, secure money or they ask for money directly. Exactly. Okay, let's go through some of the steps of how this might happen. First, I guess we're single, so we want to meet someone. We go online. Does the selection of the online dating site make a difference, or are, are they all vulnerable?
4: They're all vulnerable, no matter um, what your age or what site you're looking on. There's going to be people on there trying to target the vulnerable people. Um, a lot of the times, they do happen to more middle-aged people, um, especially uh, widows, seniors who are looking for to, you know, maybe a second or third chance, you know, with love. And mm-hmm. they target those people because they are not naive, but they're willing to get to know that person and send them that money, Uh, they want to kind of believe in the person. They don't want to think they're being scammed.
0: Well, especially if it is a second or third time, they may feel a little wiser and that they're ready or maybe a bit anxious too. Mm -hmm. What's the first sign that your new sweetheart might be a scammer?
4: Uh, there's a few uh, signs. Usually, uh, they always have an excuse not to meet you in person. Uh, that's usually a really big red, red red flag where they keep on postponing it over and over. Um, or they want to switch to a different method of communication and just get, get off that site uh, right away. Uh, that way, they can't be tracked.
0: Okay. So, those are a couple of things right away that you want to um, be aware of. And, and especially if they... Um, move on to another site, mm-hmm. then there may be not. But the the thing of not wanting to meet you in person, is that one of the really big flags? That
4: would, I would say would be the biggest flag is they just keep on postponing it or they just refuse to. Um, they say that they're overseas traveling. A lot of the times they'll say they're overseas working in, in the military or they're overseas working, um, investing in uh, companies Uh That's how they try to postpone it. Uh, So those are really big red flags to look out for.
0: But that's one of the things that we watch for. Um, So then how closely should you inspect that uh, sweetheart's profile or photo and, and all?
4: Um, You should definitely take a look. A lot of times, if they only have one picture, that's sometimes uh, key that maybe they aren't who they say they are. Uh, You can do a reverse uh, image search with Google uh, to see if they're using it on other sites or if if it's just like a stock image as well.
0: Well, you just mentioned a reverse search on on Google. And we've talked in the past about being very careful about how much information we put about ourselves out there. But we know that you can find a lot of information you, about people. You definitely can. So is this something you might want to do is go and do that big search and find out as much about that person on those various sites that are um, legitimate? That's really
4: a personal choice if you want to uh, Google to find out about your p- potential dates or not. But if you think something's wrong, that's definitely when you want to do it. Um, I'm not saying you have to do it for every single potential person, but if you think something's not right, uh, do a little research, do that reverse image search, uh, ask them a little more questions about your current lo- 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 like city to see if they are in that area.
0: Okay, and if they ask for money, that's a really big fight.
4: Yes, never send any money to anybody who you've never met before. Uh, Don't wire it to them or send a bank uh, transfer or anything like that.
0: But that uh, usually comes fairly deep into that uh, whole relationship, doesn't it? Yeah,
4: usually they try to build the trust first, and then they'll slowly approach the person to ask for that money. And usually once they get a person that they ask for that money, they'll keep on asking and asking and asking until that person stops and says no.
0: Okay, now we brought this up because it's Valentine's and we're talking romance. This is kind of a little anti-romance, but this goes on all year long. Eh? It
4: does. It's not just with Valentine's Day. It happens throughout the year. Um, it hap- you can see them, it, there's stories in the news often about people who lose tens of thousands of dollars to this scam.
0: Well, we'll hope uh, as Valentine's Day approaches that people find their real sweethearts out yes. there. Yes. <laughs> So it happens all year round, uh, Ashley, but is it exclusive just to dating sites?
4: It's not exclusive just to dating sites. It also happens with a lot of different social media sites like Facebook. There's a lot of uh, fake Facebook profiles. So there's a few ways you can tell if, there are going to be some red flags to see if somebody is using a fake Facebook profile. Uh, you can look at things as when they joined. Facebook has it right on their little um, intro part when they joined Facebook. So if they just joined a month ago, that might be a red flag that maybe this mm-hmm. is a, face, a fake a profile uh, that they just started to uh, scam somebody. Uh, you can also see how many friends they have um, if mm-hmm. they're just a whole bunch of friends. Ran- random people, there's like little suspicion there, um, or if they have uh, just tons of new people all at once, that's also a way to um, red flag that.
0: So they've gone on a fishing trip. They've they've befriended a lot of people. Yes. So what would they do? They'd start up then a, a messaging dialogue with uh, with their prospective scam. Is that?
4: Yeah, usually they'll start messaging you and try to get to know you. Just build that trust before they can um, get that information or ask you for for that money.
0: Worthwhile tips, and we'll hope on this Valentine's Day that people really find their sweetheart. Yes. (laughs) Thanks, Ashley, for uh, these tips. And next week on Ask BBB, we're going to get uh, closer to RRSP time and tax time, so we'll talk financial planning. Uh, that'll be on our Ask BBB list. And remember...
1: You can always ask BBB. Visit the website at bbb.org.
0: Or you can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBB Western Aunt.
1: If you have any questions or guest suggestions, tweet us at hashtag ask BBB.
0: And as we close out the program, we say thank you to our program producer and our guest, Ashley Castleman. Thanks, Ashley. She is BBB Western Ontario's Communication Manager. And we say thank you to Chris Lavoie, who is the Operations Manager at BBB Western Ontario, for his assistance with the production as well. And thanks again to BBB Western Ontario's new CEO, Linda Smith. Linda, great to have you on board.
1: Thanks, Jim. And so, until next time.
0: I'm Jim Swan.
1: And I'm Linda Smith.
0: Remember, ask BBB.
1: And start with trust.